It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Hello, Uplanders, to another episode of the Upix Podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, joined by Thank Me Later. How we doing this evening, brother? Oh, it's good. Sorry, I, I just spaced. I was like in the, I was like jamming, and then I started reading Discord, and then I'm like, oh, are we doing a <laughs> podcast right now? I guess I should pay attention to that. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Now, you know, something I've never done is listen to McDuckin and Upix on a good sound system. And I always think that sound's going to pound, you know, turn the bass up a little and just let it beat the snot out of your speakers. And I'm just saying, have you done it? No, I'm saying I haven't done it. And it's been a year since this came out and Mars, me and Mars just didn't connect this week to make the live performance happen. We're a failure. Slacking. Well, actually it's the 29th. I believe I'll I'll check the dates. Crack a slacking. Yeah. Well, wait, if it's the 29th, then didn't you tell me in the pre-show that T Davis was doing live? Yeah, T. Davis is doing a live stream. Him and uh, B-Dag Uh-oh. are doing a live stream on Sunday. Which, which is the 29th. the 29th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, so- it's 11 Central, so it's the 30th on the East Coast. But still, technicalities. I, I'll still keep it as the same day. It's the 29th. I mean, I'm just saying, like, possibility. We get, get Mars on there to do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably going to go crash that. That sounds like fun. I'll be in bed. Sunday night. Oh, man. I was on vacation this week just chilling. We were doing some home renos, so I got to go back to work on Monday. Oh, nice. So, what all did you little... renovate? Just doing some bathroom updates. Nothing big. Okay. Yeah. Just, just freshening up the house a little bit. We got some guests coming for... Uh, Labor Day, and so she wanted to make it nice. Hey, that works. Always keep them happy, except for bathroom remodels take forever. Nah, because we're just doing we're just doing a, like a refresh, so like all everything's staying in the same place, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not. It's only going to take like a week. Gotcha. In their guest bathroom, so they're not like primary. So it doesn't really impact us. I see. Yeah. Well, that was a completely boring segment. Hopefully we've alienated most of our audience at this point. Like, damn, I thought this was the Upex podcast, not Bob Vila does podcasts. Yeah, that would be pretty boring. But yeah, it is August 28th. So maybe we'll just do a special stream with Mars for that. We'll figure that out. So it's not the 29th, it's the 28th. So it's Saturday. Um, I was looking back through past episodes and it was uh, hidden under Recurrier's big contest announcement, mm. which was confusing and long, <laughs> which then much to- like this intro, <laughs> 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 which, 
which which then led to having to put timers on her courier when he joins us on the podcast. Uh, good times. But uh, we do have a show lined up for you tonight. We're going to talk about, we always talk about why you shouldn't buy collections secondhand. But what if you're selling the collections? We'll cover that and talk about fair value and some of the things that we've been noticing here lately in Upland. Upland has released a Hyperloop hype. We'll speculate on that. There was a little drama behind the East 4th collection in Cleveland, and I'll give you my take on that because I love the Cleveland release. And uh, we'll talk a little. <laughs> and we'll talk a little. That was sarcasm. You delivered it so deadpan. People might think you actually liked the release. <laughs> well, then they Spoiler, need to go back. He does not like the release. And uh, I'm so pissed. I'm still pissed. I got hate in my heart. Um, <laughs> Such a petty little bee. I am. I am. Some kind things, of embarrassing. Hey, it is what it is. And uh, <laughs> we'll talk a little more about uh, TD and uh, BDAG's uh, live stream on Sunday night. And once again, Autograph IO did release a Naomi Osaka, and we'll touch on oh, that. Oh, damn! Did I miss that? <laughs> you missed the uh, you missed the Wednesday drop. Oh man! Which how's it how's it comparing to Gretzky? Yeah, we'll get there. I took a bath on Gretzky, man. Ah, uh, me too. And. Uh, <laughs> And they have the autograph release on Friday. So it was kind of weird. Last week, the drop was on Tuesday. This week, they went back to a Wednesday. So you got to pay attention. Oh, man. But we'll get into that, too. And the Fantasy Football League is filled. So we should have a exciting year with that. And maybe we'll get TML to stop drafting kickers in the second round, which is strange because we don't even use kickers in our league because who likes kickers? Apparently, I do. Yeah. I mean, who's the best person to hang out with? A kicker. You know why? Because they're always just kicking it. Boom. What What now? God, that, that's bad. <laughs> Drop the mic. That was awesome. Screw you. That was awesome. That was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, before we get too much further in alienating our fan base, uh, or what's left of it, Welcome to episode number 90, which is recorded on August 26, 2021. And uh, TD and BDAG did miss an episode this week. I-, I wonder if they're trying to steal episode 100 from us. Was that they're strategically like for like not recording just so they can get steal 100? I don't know. That's some shenanigans. I, I just made that well, up. I feel like for episode 100, we should all come together. I like that idea. I think I think it should be one collective podcast for 100. I like that idea. We'll make yeah. that work. All right. I'll just have to take a vacation day or something to stay up late. And by make that work, you mean get T. Davis to organize it. <laughs> I could organize it. It's just, yeah, i got to stay up later than usual. I'll make him record it, though, so he can release it so I can go to bed. Ah, see? There you go. Work smarter, not harder. I like it. Teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. There you go. And make sure you do follow us on Twitter. Um, I, we do tweet, have, tweet, mofo. <laughs> at Upex Podcast. 
And for the disclaimer, the views, information, and opinions expressed on the Epics podcast are solely of those of myself, Thank Me Later, and any guests of the podcast, and do not necessarily represent, reflect those of Upland Me Inc. We're not employed by or provided insider information from the Upland team. All discussions about properties to buy and sell are not financial advice. Please do your own research first. And if TML hurts your feelings, that means he kind of likes you. Kind of like the kid uh, in kindergarten on the playground that would punch you. Yeah, that's TML. Oh, right in the face. <laughs> well, True story. I was a I was a terrible kid, and I feel bad about this. I didn't really understand bullying very much. I mean, I was young. It was like fifth grade. But I remember I got in trouble. They had, like, this, like, track and field, like, Olympic day where you got to just, like, go do fun little activities all day. And uh, this kid was doing really well. I was, I was not very athletic as a child. So uh, I, I found out he had a peanut allergy, and I chased him around with a Nutter Butter bar. Um, apparently, you're not supposed to do that. But luckily, it was back before the Internet and before, you know, cancel culture. So, I mean, I got in trouble. I had to, like, stand against the wall. You ever have to do that where they make you stand against the school wall? So embarrassing. But that's all. I feel like today you'd have to go to, like, some sort of therapy, talk to a puppet, like, all kinds of shit. So You'd probably be charged with attempted murder, too. That, that's, you know what? That's probably true. My family would have been sued into the ground because some Karen, like, just of a mom would get involved. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, I don't know what the point of that was, but. Now, you see, you took me down another rabbit hole with not having the Internet and all that fun stuff back in the day. Did you see the new challenge that kids are doing? They're stacking milk crates and you got to walk up and walk down it. And, you know, they got them like eight feet in the air and they wobble and people are they're going to break their necks. It's going to be. Amazing. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yes, definitely. Definitely watch that on YouTube is the milk crate challenge. Milk crate. I feel like I saw a meme about that and I didn't quite understand it. Yeah, they gather in parks or wherever, and they stack up. They steal a bunch of milk crates or buy a bunch. You steal milk crates. Who's lying? Who buys milk crates? But yeah, they the millennials. They're not stealing it, and they're gonna probably recycle it when they're done with it. Ah, Damn point. hippies. Fair point. But yeah, if if you're bored and want some entertainment and some sketchy falls, definitely check that out. Now, yeah, we'll, I mean, now I don't want to go down more rabbit holes. But remind me one day to tell you the story about how my family got a whole bunch of styrofoam blocks and my dad decided to make a bonfire and killed an endangered species. Styrofoam blocks, fires, and endangered species. I, I'm surprised oh, you guys yeah. didn't die from the fire with the styrofoam blocks. But anyway. Oh, you, it was close. <laughs> well, it was bad. We'll save that for an outtake episode. Yeah. Um, so I do have the numbers from DAP radar for the seven day volume. Alien Worlds is still up there at 718,000. Crypto Blaze at 194,000. Splinterlands is making a comeback. I'm surprised. I wonder what they, if they revamped anything there. And, uh, 143,000. And Upland is sitting number four at 114,000. Nothing real big there. What about 30 day? 30 day. 30 day number. I mean, you remember when we were excited that there was a thousand users in a week? (laughs) Dude, that was crazy. Yeah, 150. Now, see, okay, so I was 
I was reading today. It's really interesting. I, I think I might get into, I might check out this Axie Infinity. It's it's really interesting. It's it's played primarily in like uh, Philippines and some of these other developing countries that apparently were hit really hard with COVID, and so these these people are playing this game and making real money. It's it's a fiat game, um, and the thing is, it's it's a high barrier to entry, right? So you have to buy these, uh, I guess these blobs called axes or something, and uh, they're a couple hundred bucks a piece, but apparently there's this whole community where they like lend them out for like, and then you have to pay like X percent of what you get. I, I don't know how secure it is or how they do the lending, but like there's this whole network. Um, oh, okay. Sorry. It might not be a fiat game. It's, it's crypto. It's all crypto, but like the Axie stuff is, um, it's traded on the networks and stuff. So people are making a lot of money um, off of the in-game tokens, which are actually publicly traded. And they're comparing it to that versus that X Games one, which apparently is a very similar one, but is, is primarily free to pay, free to play um, without a very high barrier to entry. Uh, it's really interesting. Shut McLovin, which is TM, <laughs> you take a breath. <laughs> I like how he got you to just stop mid-sentence. Tell me to take a breath. <laughs> Continue. Uh, no, so that's it. I mean, I think I'm going to probably check out Axie Infinity and that X Games one uh, this week. Uh, it's it's really interesting. It's got a compelling uh, economy. Uh, they were talking, there's a lot of criticism on Axie over like, you know, I, I don't want, I hate using the word, uh, pyramid scheme, but like that's you know kind of those kind of words. But I feel like people say that about things they don't understand. Uh, sounds like it could be fun, uh, so I'm gonna check that out, and uh, I'll give you guys an update if I do that uh, next week. But yeah, it, it's an interesting space. It's starting to get a lot more traction. I mean, I can't remember. I read it on a major news outlet um, who did a report on it, so it's it's really cool. And they're. Uh... Their token is, I, I thought, you know, I knew that they had a token out there and I knew it was tradable. So I was like, yeah, you know, maybe get in, get in small and make some money off of it once it really explodes. But it kind of already did. It's like yeah. 70, it's like $70. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out. I mean, I still might, I still want to kind of get into it just to, you know, try it out. Um, I don't think it's mobile, but I recently, um, honestly, because of some um, upland sales, I bought myself a nice gaming laptop, um, so that way I can expand my horizons um, to try out more. Uh, crypto style games uh, without being restricted to mobile. However, all of that being said, the fact that mobile is the future. So if a game's profile, like uh, the roadmap does not include some aggressive mobile expansion, um, I'm going to be a little bit more uh, bearish on it. Gotcha. That makes sense. Now, 
we've always talked here on the podcast about buying collections, secondary market and why it's a bad investment, but we've never talked about the other side of the house. When you try to sell your properties in a collection. And if you haven't been paying attention lately, some top end collections are trading hands out there on permanent buys on the fiat sale and even on the UPEX scale. Um, there's been some pretty fair offers out there and there's been some pretty great offers out there. Where, where do you start as a fair value for if you're looking to sell a collection that, that you want to move the collection, of course, you're not going to sell it for mint price, but where do you feel fair market value for a collection? Is it, is it two X men? Is it three X men? Is it the collection uh, bonus? And you multiply that for what you minted it for. Where do you start? Yeah, I think that that's kind of interesting is yeah. Mint X collection. I think dizzy, dizzy. And, and what you're saying is right. Probably, you know, whatever the, the bonus is, that's a fair minimum. Um, and then it just is going to depend. I mean, it's really interesting. Uh, had a great conversation uh, this week with uh, Octavius, um, a, amazing hustler in the community, doing a lot of big plays, um, has a lot of big things happening. Um, and, you know, talking about different strategies of, you know, are you looking for, uh, you know, interest-bearing collections, which, again, the buyers of those are looking at, you know, they don't want to pay 20x because they're never going to make their upx back, right? Like, because they're looking at it, hey, I'm buying this multiplier. We all know that the interest is going to go away eventually. So how do I make sure that I get my money back in the interest, uh, you know, with a little bit of time to spare? And then I have, you know, an appreciating asset as well. Um, kind of a, a win-win. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think we're not going to see, you know, these crazy multipliers on the collections as much as we were before. But I think that that's also fine um, if you understand, like, how you want, as a player, want to play the game, how you're going to – I like the phrase uh, balance the books – like, how are you going to balance your books? Are you going to move things around? Like, make sure that, you know, that if something happens that you're kind of covered uh, and you enjoy what you're doing and you're not like, crap, this has the team has to make it or I'm going to be broke. Like, don't put yourself in a situation where you're like that. Put yourself in a situation where you feel good logging in. You're not, you know, you're happy either way. Um, obviously, you'll be a lot happier if it, you know, blows up, but. You got you to be careful. And I hope that the big players who are coming in um, are doing that. <laughs> but, hey. Yeah. Some of them are just going ham. Yeah, which, again, I think there's been some interesting strategies. And, and honestly, like, I, uh, like buying up ultra-rare collections. I mean, ultra-rares, as the name implies, are – the rarest in the game. They have, you know, limited number of mints, which means that there's limited number of full collections available. So uh, apparently there's already a, a handful of ultra rare collections that are more or less locked up, meaning that the people that hold them are not trading them or they're owned by primarily one or two people. And, you know, I mean, that's also part of the game, right? 
So I think like that's an interesting mechanic and I hope people are paying attention because that is happening. Like so and I've seen the established 2019 collections. I, I've seen some uh, pretty aggressive fiat prices on those. Uh, oh, really? So the inaugurals. What are the what are the uh, prices on on the inaugural fiat? I haven't been watching that. Um, a thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. So what's that? A million upx? Yeah. Are they selling? That I don't know. I know uh, somebody else start, and then of course you you get the undercutting. So somebody puts it up for a thousand, starts posting, 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 and then you get the undercutters, and they're like, "All right, they're posting at a thousand. So you had somebody drop in with two of them at seven fifty. Uh, I got to follow up and see if they actually sold. But I, right. I find that interesting. With you, you know, you all have the same, especially in the collection, like twenty nineteens or the ultra rares or some, and you do have some rare collections that have limited. You got, I think there's a couple rare collections out there that have less properties than the, than a few ultra rares. There's some ultra rares with a lot of, uh, a lot of properties under it, which is shocking if you look at some of those, but you have people coming in and undercutting in with that sort of limited amount of properties you'd figured you'd want to raise your floor instead of try to sink your floor just for the collective yeah Yeah, but i mean also like fomo gets out there like you know people see it and you know they they want a piece of that action i mean the the people who especially if you're an original holder i mean of the inaugurals i mean you've been playing for a couple years now like you're ready to get a little bit of that cash out Oh, absolutely. So there, once again, there's nothing wrong pricing your properties at whatever you want to. But I, I mean, at one point in time, what was the going rate for the inaugurals? And everybody was kind of just like, I'm not paying 100,000 UPEX for a property they minted for 10,000 UPEX or something like that. Yeah, it was like 100. And then it went to like 250 for a while. Yeah. Which was, you know, pretty solid. But yeah. Yeah. So you know it would get there, but it is what it is. And now there was a good good collection sale going on. Um you got some players that are pretty aggressive that are that are talking to a lot of players that hold some good collections and they're going after those ultra rares with pretty fair offers so if you do hold them or if you're looking to buy them you got some stiff competition out there that really know how to work a deal on the real estate market yeah i mean i think if you are trying to buy right now um expect some stiff competition expect uh pretty much they're gonna want to you know i guess there's probably some opex but i know a lot of it's happening in fiat um but yeah, I mean, ultra rares, and now it's interesting because have they released an ultra rare without a collection or without like a gimmick, for lack of a better word? Like, I feel like all the recent, like since New York, really, like all the ultra rares are for contests and like things like that. Like you can't just mint them. Yeah. Or am I am I incorrect on that? I guess vanilla. I guess if it's a vanilla city. 
Yeah. But but the cities that were released ahead of time with the collections, you already knew. Gotcha. Yeah. So like, yeah, I think that that adds an interesting dynamic, better or worse. Yeah. So if you could sum it up and sum it up for advice, if you're looking to sell rares, ultra rares, and limiteds, what's your best what's your best advice to a seller? Because we give them plenty to of advice. To a seller, I mean, just it's it's honestly the hardest advice to take. And I would say, no matter what you sell it for, once the deal is done, be happy. Like, don't uh, do like the. <laughs> I'm notoriously bad for doing this. Like going back and be like, oh crap, how much, how much could you, you know. man, I could have made so much more if I would have held this or whatever. Like, no, like sell it with confidence and be happy with your thing. uh, No, TM is completely right. Sleep on it before you sell it. Uh, He said step on it. I'm assuming you mean sleep on it, but uh, yeah. So like, I I mean, I'll share with the audience here. I mean, it's, it's all on the chain. Like I no longer own my curator set. I recently sold it. Um, and yeah, I slept on it. Like I, I talked to Octavius, um, you know, the night before we worked out what, you know, we kind of agreed to terms like, okay, is this acceptable? Yes. Acceptable. And then I was like, okay, sleep on it. If you wake up and you're still like, okay, this is an acceptable deal. But like, yeah, Ben 68 right. No remorse, no regrets. Although, you know, Ben, I don't know, feel feel a little regret telling you one Aquarius way, but whatever. Step on it, cut it with soda. Uh, no, we're talking about sales here, not those types of sales there, TM. Oh. <laughs> All righty then. Yeah, all righty there. Now, speaking of the ultra rares and the release uh, and Vanilla Mood in Cleveland, there was a little drama this past week with the East 4th collection in Cleveland. Now, the proper, the collection itself says East 4th Street. And in Upland, they have six properties on East 4th. But it also included the properties on West 4th Street. Now... Which, me personally, dislike myself because on on East Fourth, East Fourth is a is a pretty cool little strip. Um, you can't drive your car down the road. Um, coming off of Euclid Avenue, you can turn down because there is an apartment you turn into. But the majority of East Fourth, for like all of the seventy five feet of road at the end, they got um, a pub, a tequila, a tequilaria. Uh, steakhouse is right around the corner. Um, they have a great barbecue place. They have uh, one place that I love, Butcher and the Brewer. It's a farm-to-table, community-style seating, and they have great brews there. You got Pickwick and Frolics with the comedy club below it, so it's a real cool No pl- one's moving to Cleveland. It's still a shithole. Don't try and church it up, boy. Whatever, but... Either way, it's a great <laughs> it's a great area to hang out in. You know, you go Wait, downtown, fuck. and it's... It's, it's a All great right, Zagat chill. <laughs> <laughs> but you go to West Force, 
and there's yeah. nothing there. There's no entertainment value. There's really not. Nobody hangs out on West fourth. They hang out on, on West sixth street where there's a bunch of different bars and eateries too. So it was on the blockchain and, but yeah, so there was a little, it, it was a little misleading of, you know, a East fourth and versus East and West fourth. So people were a little upset and just, you know, I love the Cleveland release so much. So I, thought that was kind of crap too because nobody hangs out on west fourth um tm likes yeah. to go go drive his car on hoag street after dark which is very dangerous i do not recommend doing that for anybody because you might not get out of there or huff oh what did i say you said hoag oh. street <laughs> <laughs> it's huff. which i mean may not be inaccurate i don't know no, it's it's not. Yeah, go down there and then scream ho out the window and let me know how you fare. Right. Yeah. So there, there's my next rant on the Cleveland release. So. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Um. Now they did have the Upland did make an announcement. There, well, I wouldn't call it an announcement. I'd call it more of a teaser in regards to the Hyperloop. If Did you see that announcement? I didn't. Okay. Tell me more. Tell me more. That's one of the worst movies ever. What movie? You know where that comes from. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll have a... It says that, you know, it's been a couple months since they introduced the Hyperloop to Upland. And so far, there's been 6,100 completed trips. And they're excited to announce that we'll soon have the opportunity to have a hand in determining the future of the Hyperloop. And they say that's all they can reveal for now. But get ready for an announcement next Monday on August 30th with more details. So does that mean they're adding a city to the Hyperloop? Are they keeping it in the... You know, because they did tease Pittsburgh at one point, they're going down to Cincinnati or Columbus or headed up to Detroit, or are they connecting it to New York or New Jersey? It's a great question. Can't wait to see it. You got any speculation at all? (laughs) No. Yeah, sure. Cincinnati. All right. All right. I kind of figured that's where you were going. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, if it's soccer, I mean, Cincinnati has, there's a soccer team um, in Cincinnati, so sure. Columbus has the crew, so there's a couple of options. What's your speculation? I got nothing. I seem to be wrong. Wow. (laughs) Wow. After all that. Yeah, I was just throwing it out there. Make me feel like a jerk. Just throwing out their options and what it could mean. Or are they going to take it all the way across and go to the West Coast? And Or is it a community vote? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. So we'll find out on Monday. All right. Well, Monday it will be, I guess. Oh, look at that. The Columbus crew is way more popular than tiny little Cincinnati FC. Wow. I mean, first of all, I, I don't care about sports at all. Second of all, who who cares? <laughs> like, it's soccer. 
Yeah. Well, that being said, I mean, whatever. It's it's a sport, I guess. It's a sport where they run around and chase a ball and kick it. Yeah, I mean, sure. If your country can't afford an air-conditioned stadium, why not kick a ball in the field? Wow. Too much? Nah. Nah, not at all. Not at all, not yeah. at all. So, once again, Autograph IO did a release on tennis player Naomi Osaka. And, yeah, there was still a lot of interest because I was getting 10,000 people ahead of me, 20, 25,000 people ahead of me. So there was a lot of interest on the on the drops itself, and they fixed the issue last week with the Gretzky drop of being able to have multiple tabs open. So it's still the best NFT release. Is still still haven't seen any hiccups with it. Um, yeah. Still love that process. But, oh, my, the secondary market. It's not good. It's worse than Gretzky. Really? What's what's her, what are her cards selling for secondary? Um. So hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. Um, refreshing the screen, and her secondary, the autograph, the autograph ones are going to drop on Friday the twenty seventh. Um, but the entry level, the Carbon Premier, is selling at thirty dollars. So it's a twelve dollar initial buy. So it's not even three x its value. Um, the platinum premiere is going for 40 bucks. The emerald premiere is going for $67. The sapphire is going for 106 and the ruby is going for 20, uh, $220. Dang. Now the Wayne Gretzky ruby is going for $435. And then the Tom Brady ruby is going for $1,500. <sighs> And yeah, I have to go back and look at. I mean, it's it'll be interesting. So, do you think once they actually start releasing some of the features and stuff, like we'll start to see a spike in that? Like, right, it, it should go up. Yeah, because these give you a early access to their future drops to these athletes' future drops. Now, I know when they get to Tiger Woods and Derek Jeter, those drops should reflect a Tom Brady. Um, I, I was, I would hope so. Yeah. I was surprised. Um, I wasn't so much surprised as Naomi Osaka, but I was actually surprised with as many hockey fans that are out there because Canada is allowed to participate in these drops. Uh, they were allowed to drop in the Gretzky. So with hockey being so big and Gretzky being, you know, the goat of the NHL, the Michael Jordan of the NHL, I figured there'd be, because Tom Brady has always had a good defense when he ran won Super Bowls. Yeah, he married a hot model, Victoria's Secret, blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, I think Wayne Gretzky is better than Tom Brady, and I'm not that big of a fan of hockey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, uh, I mean, Wayne Gretzky, I mean, to me, like, growing up, like, I didn't know sports at all, but like, it was just like you knew – Wayne Gretzky, you knew Michael Jordan, like there's just like these greats, you know, in the sports area. Um, uh, Dan Marino, like I, I mean, again, I literally would like if I know you, like I don't know that tennis player lady. I'll be honest, I didn't even, so I didn't really pay much attention to it. But like, I feel like if me 
a complete non-sports person knows your name, like you have to be damn good at your sport because that means it's that prolific in society that it goes outside the sports arena. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and, and Tom Brady was the first drop, so I, I get the value there being the first drop of everything. But I, I thought Gretzky would mirror a little closer. I wasn't expecting them to match or surpass because of that fact. But, yeah. and Yeah. And I'll be honest, I bought some secondary markets that I'm definitely um, at a loss on right now. But... And, of course, it was, like, the one time I got my girl into something. She's like, oh, I'm going to do it. And she lost, like, 300 bucks. And she's like, this is the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> and I'm like, shit. And then I was just like, hey, look, huh? Look at all this money I just made from doing Because that was, like, another pressure. I was like, man, I got to sell these curators just to show that you can make some money at this stuff. Like, she was just like, whatever. I still lost my money at that stupid Gretzky thing. I'm like, Jesus, never going to live that down. Yeah, give it time. It could bounce back. I- I'm down about 250 on Gretzky right now. Jeez. What about, uh, I keep seeing it on my Facebook. Have you checked Doctor Who recently? I have not. That's like another one that I just like bought a bunch and, and, and let it simmer. I'm curious. If, is anybody in the audience doing any uh, Doctor Who stuff? And I know some people have been starting to talk about it and post it on uh, the market. So, but I, I don't think they're getting the returns, like super huge returns, $1,000 returns. You know, a couple hundred dollars for some of the cards. Yeah. <sighs> also, uh, Dizzy posted a link to Gretzky's daughter. Is she the pink or the green? I mean, it doesn't matter. They're both ridiculous. And now I have to clear clear my web history because you're going to get me in trouble. Because that looks like just like a private. That looks like a personal, very personal image. I don't know where you got that, Dizzy, but kudos to you. Yeah. Oh. All right. Yep. That one kind of died. What about the other, like, we haven't talked about, like, what about, like, Sandbox and what were the other big ones last year? There was a couple. What was that one that was, like, Minecraft uh, with the lands? TM, I know you know what that is. I think it's the same people. No, that's a different one. Yeah, with the railroads. They were selling those railroads. Everyone was going ballistic on that. Decentraland? Decentraland? Or you had Sandbox and Decentraland that was big. Um yeah, you don't hear much about that. Uplift. Uplift Up, world. Uplift. There you go. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that still a thing? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. I'm not sure how it, much. It's curious watching like these other metaverses coming on. I mean, if you're not active in it, it's hard to keep track because it gets crazy. I mean, there's just so much content, and, and it's all like um, community content, really. Like, yeah. Who's Kevin? Who the F is Kevin the man? <laughs> Don't you know he's Kevin the man? 
Kevin rocks. Hey, Kevin, no. that's how TML greets everybody. So he he's likes a new you. whale. Oh, is he K twice? No. Who are you? He's Kevin the man. Just All right, does that mm. offend you that he's Kevin the man and you're not TML the man because you're TML the turtle? He eats K twice's breakfast. Wow. wow. So he's he's a thief is what you're telling me. Because that's just rude. Like a man makes a bowl of cereal. He goes to drop off his morning deuce. He comes back and the cereal's gone. Like, that's just rude. Anyway. No, we'll have to look Kevin the man up. But uh, he is known in the community. We've been slacking. Um, now, T. Davis is also part of nftgamer.tv and they have a great discord up and they have all the different wax projects up with chats about that the bsc projects that we always question they have it broke down by um what each what each blockchain is on they got matic matic projects as eats theta and others so it's it's a good way to keep keep tabs on everything and they do some twitch live streams too so that's pretty. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. I gotta check that out. Pretty good server to be a part of, and it helps you keep up there. Thanks for inviting me. I, I've I've had some issues lately. If you couldn't tell, <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> more more than usual. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Yeah, so that's that's a good place to keep tabs on a bunch of these projects. Um, now the fantasy football, the Upland Fantasy Football League is filled, and uh, excited for year number two. Um, I was excited for year number one. I didn't have, didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. Not a lot of uh, banter back and forth. Some people signed up, and then uh, just kind of, kind of mailed it in each and every week. But uh, this year, pretty excited. I got we got myself. Uh, thank me later. Choina's joining us. Dizzy's on here. Uh, Chica and TD are there. Max Life is with us. Nietzscheren, Franklin, the famous creator of the Franklin Bombs. Mars Utah, TM, and uh, DJ Shorts. So it's going to be pretty exciting. Pretty exciting season. Um, Got our draft set up, so we'll give you guys updates. And uh, I'll see if DJ Shorts wants to give some updates on his show also. But... That will be a fun time. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's that. I can't wait. I mean, it's always fun. It adds a little bit of something else. Um, oh yeah, we have to pick team names. Ooh. Yeah, TM said he wants to make sure that he plays you twice a year. I said, you know, we're going to make fun of you and laugh if uh, TML beats you twice a year. Yeah, that's the benefit of being like the worst player is okay. Yes. I have no chance. I essentially have no chance of winning. Like I just don't know enough about it to be good at it or care. But the really fun thing is if you lose to me, shame will befall you and your family. Like, so that's my favorite thing is because I'm as much of a sore loser as I am. I'm such a worse winner. Like you better not let me win. Because it's it'll suck twice as much for you. I can't wait. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Now, also, 
make sure if hopefully you listen to this before Sunday, August 29th of 2021, because TD and BDAG will be doing a live stream at 11 p.m. Central Time. Uh, last live stream, they ended up uh, buying about 300,000 uh, 300, UPEX worth of properties. If you tune into the live stream, you can submit one of your properties uh, up for the wheel, and they'll spin the wheel, and they'll end up buying your property. Yes, there's a max at 100K. Uh, you did have one person that was gracious enough not to max it out last time and uh, put it on at 95K. But, yeah, they bought <laughs> Nice. And then they also throw some uh, floor properties on the wheel and spin that. And it's a good time. So, and, and you're catching their analysis of Upland and what they're seeing each week from their perspective. And uh, they're a little more uh, detail oriented than the. Oh, that's a nice way of saying theirs is a show if you actually want to learn about Upland on a regular basis. Ours is one where if you just, you know, want to have a good time. We teach people. Yeah, we teach people to listen to T. Davis's podcast. It's good. <laughs> good cycle. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do. I mean, we try to be informative. I think we have different views. I think everyone who plays uh, has kind of some different views, which is always fun. Uh, just to see how people view it differently. Uh, speculations, and then there's people who just don't even understand how the game works and, you know, think stupid things like UpX is going to be on some sort of, you know, trade, you know, thing, and it'll become a cryptocurrency, and they just have no idea what they're talking about. Um, So that's always fun. Yeah, TM dropped off the uh, show, so yeah. Oh, he'll listen to it, I'm sure. (laughs) You missed that dig. Oh, no, it's fine. It'll get there. It will get there. <laughs> it's a slow burn. <laughs> All right. Man, we burned through everything this episode. Dang, we did? Yeah. I, Sweet. I, I have nothing left on on my uh on my list here. What about the audience? Audience do you guys have any questions for us? Ooh, do we want to go there? Last time we opened it up to the audience, it was crickets. We're like, Yeah, we had a great pre show. Oh, we're like, Yeah, true. we're just gonna do a you interaction with the audience. And then it was just like crickets. We're like, Well, I really didn't want to talk on air. Worst. You guys can just type the questions. You don't even have to ask them. Read them out loud. I'll even do a mocking voice of you. That's that's always great to have your question done in TML's mocking voice. Oh, I, uh, give me a question and then I'll read it in the form of you. Because of, because of, uh, <laughs> Frank, Franklin 2 Yeah. Hey guys, how great is Theta? It's stupid. <laughs> stupid question, Franklin. Yeah. It's Stirs. We did talk to portal last week. General Mort. Came Wait, out. no, you got to ask his question in his stupid oh, voice. Sorry. Go for it. Uh, hi, I'm Sturge. You guys talking Portal? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all you got for Sturge? Come on now. That's all I, I couldn't decide. I already like blew the, the geeky nerd on on Franklin. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, hey, what do you hope to bring into the Portal, TML? Uh, your mom, Franklin. That's what I hope to bring into the Portal, your mom. I mean, that was just tossing TML a huge softball there, Franklin. You know yeah. better than this. <laughs> uh, I, 
Uh, I don't have anything to import yet. I want to import, honestly, like, I just want to be able to import art from wax, um, specifically, um, you know, the Upland, you know, fan art, so UFA, um, Upland cards, etc. Who do we lost? We lost Kevin. Bye, Kevin. I hope you listen to this recording and realize that we watched you drop. Uh, oh. Oh wait, hold on. Let's see here. Oh, Ben's got. Oh God, I think of a good voice for Ben. I think doesn't he have an accent? Yes, I can't he's, do he's accents. From Australia. What? Uh, oh, oh. Okay, so here we. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hold on. Be quiet. Oh, how much money? How much liquidity net worth should one maintain? That wasn't very good. Oi, mate. How much? That's all I got. Oi, mate. How much liquidity net worth should one maintain? Uh, that's a good question. Honestly, as little as possible, um, unless there's a new city opening up. That's a great question, Ben. Thank you. Um, <laughs> impressively terrible. Yes, I'm, I'm garbage with accents. Uh, I would say, I'm curious what you think, too, stupid. But for me, I it's, it's embarrassing. I have like four or five million right now. But I try not to keep much on hand unless there's like a big city or something I'm saving up for. Because... Upex doesn't earn interest sitting there. So buy properties, leverage your your Upex. Um, honestly, if you're not going to use it, there's plenty of markets to sell it. I've been selling a lot of my Upex um, and getting pretty good returns on it. Now, you can, you can sell your Upex on secondary market. I mean, now, it also depends on your net worth, I guess, because if you have... If you're a 70 million UPEX net worth player, 100 million UPEX player, having a 10% liquidity is not a bad idea for new city releases and or it just burns a hole in your pocket. But if you if you have a lower net worth I mean it really just again liquid there's just not a lot of benefit to being liquid right now. Um new city releases would be about it. But even then, then you budget, and, I mean, it's probably good to sell. Like, if you know that you're going to go hard on the next city, regardless of what it is, then I would try and liquidate before they announce the next city because you'll start competing with other people who then are, like, just trying to sell to get in on the next city. So I think historically there's been, like, a slight dip. It hasn't been that noticeable, to be honest, but there's always a, a slight dip. Um, before the release of a new city when people are trying to, to liquidate, especially on the bigger properties. Yeah, and that's the other thing. If if you're a high net worth player, you could yeah. actually start squirreling away your... It's more than time for a new city. God, who did we just lose there? Was that Dizzy? Now Dizzy's there. Bye. Bye, Dizzy. Don't even... No, Dizzy's there. Um, But yeah, trying trying to save there... You could because you do have more landmarks coming. Um, you do have landmarks in Cleveland and Chicago. There's still landmarks left in uh, New York, all over New York. So there's a lot of landmarks out there. So maybe you could start saving up for an auction there. Ooh, I lost everybody, and something happened to my connection here at the house. So. I guess we'll go ahead and just, uh, oh, wait, I got everybody back. Oh, I dropped everybody. 
That's okay. How's the recording? It was okay. I was just about to end it, and then everybody came back. So I don't know. I don't know if it was my internet connection or something happened with uh, Zoom, but yeah. All righty then. All righty then. Great way to end the show. <laughs> just catastrophic failure of all electronics. Uh, it happens from time to time. It does. You can't win them all. No. So either way, liquidity, it really depends on, you know, why you want to be liquid. What what are your ultimate goals? And I think the higher your net worth, you know, the more liquidity you can have on hand because you got people earning millions of upex a month and there's not much to reinvest that much into the game with the upex right now uh, so you squirrel away for future development for future landmarks that are coming out future auctions i guess yeah i mean i i guess so Yeah. Penn says he, every time he logs in, he seems to be over a virgin area and he dives in. <laughs> what? Where are you that there's virgin areas? Like, are you playing the same game as us? <laughs> he just might not log in that often anymore. Yeah. It's I mean, mostly I, Santa, Clara, Santa Clara and um, Chicago. Like, I, I went over one spot, I logged on, and Santa Clara, there was three full blocks unminted. So I think I dropped like two and a half million. In about oh. 10 minutes. Yeah, I mean, hell yeah. Anytime, like, the, I'm surprised. Like, that is surprising to me because I really did not think that there was any full blocks, especially, like, I'm surprised to hear that. Um, oh, I was yeah. on it faster than a sailor on your sister, mate. <laughs> I don't know why sailors get on their sisters, but. Uh... <laughs> not on their sister, on your sister. Oh, okay. On your sister. Yeah, right. your right, that makes sister. sense. Yeah. Your sister. Got Come it. on. Oh. Yeah. Unless the sailor's from Tennessee. Oh, wait. We're not allowed to make inbreeding jokes anymore, are we? Yeah. And Is that on our do not do not touch list? Yeah, that's the do not touch list. At least you're in a different state this time, so we're okay there. What was the No, no. no we're, we're not even going there. We're just leaving that alone. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Trying to be good. Trying not to hurt too many people's feelings. Yeah, and oh, going back to the wonderful uh, Cleveland release that I love so much. I thought much. we were wrapping this up. Why we, are you, we were, you keep talking? I know, um, but Ben reminded me of something. <laughs> so this is your fault, Ben. We could all be <laughs> logging out and enjoying a post-show beer, and here we are. Um, hey, I'm normally working Fridays. I always miss out, so i got to make the most of it. Hell yeah, I like it. There you go. Been a while since Ben's joined us live. Uh, they... Uh, changed some fsa properties in cleveland and they didn't give much of an announcement that they were going to do it so it was hey we're releasing the fsas on these but i think it was only like a 30 minute heads up so that made ben feel very happy because it was like early morning for him so he missed it completely i think it was like a 20 30 minute warning yeah yeah that was that was bs to the extreme so, yeah, that's all I got now. TML, you got anything else? No, I think that's it for me. All right. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Opix Podcast. Definitely check out TD and BDAG's live stream this Sunday, August 29th at 11 p.m. Central Time uh, for some 
property giveaways. It's a great time. Uh, you might see TML show up. I'll be in bed because work comes way early for me. But until next week, everybody have fun. Be safe. Talk to you soon. It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge